Welcome into the latest Daily Wager Extra podcast. I am Doug Kazarian. We are taping this on Thursday, October 14th. Plenty of action going on right now. The baseball playoffs. We got a decisive game five for the Dodgers and Giants up in the Bay Area tonight. But we're talking NFL with John Murray coming up, Las Vegas odds maker. Uh, college football content. Other places we do, obviously, the daily podcast in the in and out less than 10 minutes. Still so, so much of that. I was on Friday focusing on college, but we have plenty of content on the ESPN.com's chalk section. Go check that out. So we've uh, tweaked the schedule and the distribution of the podcast, but still the same analysis and content. So plenty of opportunity to absorb it all. So we encourage everyone to continue to downloading and all that fun stuff. But let's get to it with Mr. Executive Director. Kicking is for losers. Time now to bring in the man, the myth, the legend, John Murray. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Baseball playoffs are uh, in full swing. This is a great time of year for me. Oh, tell I'm me about it. baseball. Yeah, we're uh, sweating out the Dodgers tonight, but, you know, it is what it oh, is. Oh, yeah. And I got those Red Sox futures, too. So the Red Sox with a huge, a huge series win against Tampa Bay mm. over the weekend, which was awesome for me. And then the book, the Superbook, is very big L.A. Dodgers fans tonight. Let me tell you that much. Yeah, we spoke for that uh, article in the Giants. That was good stuff. Good stuff. Got a lot of buzz. Really, uh, it is always it is surprising to me always when, even after adding up all the futures of the 29 other teams, they could still be a net loser. Well, when you've got uh, you got a bunch of tickets at two hundred to one and three hundred to one, yeah, I mean it'll it'll add up pretty fast, and it's uh, it's not good to see. And I, I know even the uh, even our top executives are, are, are nervous. I, I went to the hockey game on Tuesday night, the Golden Knights game, and I happened to be sitting right in front of. Uh, the CEO of Superbook, actually. And he said something to me right before they dropped the puck. He goes, hey, John, who are we rooting for tonight? And I said, the Dodgers. The Dodgers. Don't worry <laughs> about this hockey game. And uh, fortunately, the Dodgers did win game four that night. That's a good line, but uh, I love how you said, coincidentally, I'm sitting right near the CEO. Come on, you're the suit. You're amongst the suits always. Yeah, right. No, yeah, you're right. That's true. It, 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 was, definitely the, uh, it was definitely the high-rolling seats for sure yes. i didn't pay for them come on i could never do that right. uh, i was just uh, just gifted those seats they were it was awesome though it was awesome well good stuff uh speaking of getting your brains beaten in last week in the nfl mm-hmm. public strikes back yeah we did not do well uh that was uh, to put it to put it mildly that definitely our worst sunday of the year by uh by a long shot the dallas game was particularly bad for us i mean we could have we we could have saved a lot of it if we could have got the Bengals to win outright against Green Bay. We really need we always need one of those teams to lose the game outright. Even though the Raiders lost, they weren't in enough of the parlays at, to to save us from all the other big favorites like Minnesota winning. That was an easy win for the Vikings. Uh, New England winning. Well, Green on. Bay Vikings wasn't easy. No, Vi- I know. No Vikings was. Uh, <laughs> you might have picked up my sarcasm there. Okay, uh, I missed that one. And. <laughs> Uh, Dallas was really bad. Da- Dallas, Dallas, uh, Dallas in the over was probably our worst result of the week in, in the NFL for sure. Well, it was all that, the afternoon really games, right? Yeah, all the afternoon games. Cardinals uh, they covered against San Francisco, and what was the other one? I couldn't think of the other uh, afternoon game. I know we lost on it, but I, I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah. Denver, maybe. Uh, I can't. No, Denver lost to Pittsburgh. It yeah, was, was another really- afternoon game. I, I can't even think. I know. I just remember we lost on it. Let's just say that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Let's Cowboys was significant. Yeah, that was big. 
It is um as I'm looking up right now. So it was yeah, so it was Browns and oh, the Charger again? game. Yeah, Browns it was Chargers, the Charger yeah. game. Yeah, I'm sorry. The Charger game which the Chargers somehow covered because they they literally picked up uh, the Browns picked up Austin Eckler and carried him into the end zone, which uh was a, was a funny play there and that was really bad for us as well. So all these favorites uh, winning and covering. And then the public was actually on was actually on Buffalo in the mm-hmm. late game. You know, there were more bets on Buffalo, bigger bets on the Bills. The game went over as well. Uh, a blowout win for Buffalo on Sunday Night Football. Very impressive. And it'd be hard to say that Buffalo is not the best team in the NFL right now. A couple of years ago, you gave me a great quote. It's like you said something along the lines of, I'm not excited about having to root against Patrick Mahomes for 10 years. But – uh, there was one sun, one night you didn't have to, uh, and you lost. Yeah, well, it's gonna it's gonna shift to Josh Allen if he <laughs> if he plays like this and his team around him plays like this, we could be looking at ten or twelve years rooting against Josh Allen, and that's definitely not a good place to be either because he he looks incredible. That uh, that that touchdown throw he had, his first touchdown pass of the game was ridiculous, yeah, and nice he, he's a very special player. Nice little comeback for me in the Bonanza. So solid uh, team total hit. And we turned the page, and Murray, I think we were on to something early. I wish we were crushing it because the old Marty Morty Seinfeld uh, betting trend is now 10 straight. Tom Brady, 0-10 in his last right. 10 primetime games. <laughs> <laughs> A wee hours of the night, it's only 5-15. Um, to schedule a late meeting, these old guys are wiped by four thirty. Uh, yeah, now you're right, and we'll be uh, we'll be rooting against them tonight. I can tell you that much. Uh, it's 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 really reminds me a lot of that Carolina Houston game, which we had on Thursday night football. I want to say three weeks ago, in the sense that you got about a touchdown road favorite, and they're starting all the mar- the money line parlays and teasers with Tampa. Now this is going to be a much bigger volume game than that one, but it, it, it's a similar bet game. All these parlays, teasers, will start with the Buccaneers. So even though the numbers come down, you're, you're hot, heavy liability on the, on the Bucs here. Yeah, we definitely are. And, and we're, we're talking pretty early here on Thursday morning in Las Vegas. So the, the bets are going to come in throughout the day. You know, it's just like every week in the NFL. Like I, I, we can just look at the schedule and we know who our big needs are going to be for the week. And we, we know Philadelphia will be one of our bigger needs of the week just because of the – the time slot the game is in and the popularity of the Buccaneers. And the Buccaneers are coming off of a great win. Right. Although Philadelphia had a good win as well on Sunday morning. I uh, I like the Eagles a lot. Uh, I'm going to do a team total for them because I don't – I mean, I was on the Dolphins last week and that burned me. But I'm going to focus on the – I just think the Bucks defense is just nowhere near what we saw in the Super Bowl. And people mm-hmm. are kind of just dismissing it. And Brady's overcoming it. That's That's another large factor here. Yeah. So the line was six and a half for like last couple of days. Now we're back up to seven. Yeah, we're at Tampa seven even right now. And I agree with you. Tampa Bay secondary, there, there's an opportunity there to take advantage of it. I don't know if Philadelphia's got the right offense to take advantage of it, though. We'll see tonight. But that's not really – Philadelphia throws a lot of short passes. Uh, I don't know that they're going to be the right team to take advantage of the problems in the Buccaneers secondary. But I hope that they are because uh, we'll be rooting for the Eagles tonight. That was my concern last week with Jacoby Brissett. And they were, I mean, I know the final score was one thing, but they were down seven with the ball in the third quarter. But Brissett gets hurt, and he's not good. Let's, let's be honest. Let's be fair here. But I'm hoping the <laughs> Eagles at home, it's very different. This, this Bucks team is, uh, they've only covered, what, two games? And both those were at home. That was Miami and then Atlanta. Both games mm-hmm. got away from them, in the, you know, pulled away in the fourth. But 
Yeah, Morty Seinfeld, not not in his usual REM cycle uh, on these games at night, so it really disrupts his sleep. Well, there's some holes in there's some holes in the Buccaneers right now, and uh, yeah, like they're really the only times they've covered the spread, like you said, were home wins against Atlanta, and that was aided by multiple pick sixes in the fourth quarter, and then a home win against the Miami team that's that's playing a backup quarterback. So it really they they haven't had a very impressive performance yet this season. Although I know that that team's focus is on the postseason more than these regular season games. They're just trying to check off the wins and, and get better in time for the playoffs. Every week in the NFL kind of has a different narrative. A few weeks ago, it was a bunch of teasers. This week is all about the road favorites. Tampa just one of nine road favorites. You've talked about it a bunch. The public likes backing good teams, laying what they determine perceive as a short number on the road. And we have a bunch of those. So we have one big line, right, the Rams. And then we have another sort of big line that the KC's a six and a half, but then and then the Bucks as well. But then the others are all four and a half or less. So you got a lot of a lot of situations here that really could kind of snowball into some big liability. Oh, there's no doubt. And, and you touched on KC already. A lot of action on the Chiefs. They've been laying the six and a half points. But there have been some really sharp groups that when they when the game went to seven. When Washington went to seven, they were taking seven with the Washington team. So uh, there's, there's been some resistance there in that game. We'll need Washington huge in that game. Sean Taylor, they're, uh, they're retiring his jersey number 21 on Sunday. They announced that, I think, what, 72 hours before the game, I guess, to distract <laughs> No, they've been planning it for months. The... They've been planning it for months. Oh, yeah, so. of course. I mean, it, there's, there's almost nothing that that organization could do incorrectly that would surprise me i mean it's just unbelievable to watch that organization just turn away its fan base for years and years and years they wonder why the attendance is so poor there just a just a disaster another disaster for that for that organization we'll need them on sunday morning we'll need the bears the bears are getting four and a half at home against green bay you know the public is going to bet big on green bay and the Bengals, too. The public and, and the Sharp guys have, have laid three with the Bengals as well because the Lions are a little banged up. So that one's, that's one where we're seeing public and wise guy support for the Bengals. Definitely uh, those will be the three big ones. I, there will be a lot of uh, parlays that will include the Rams, but there was some, some very sharp money on the Giants at the Superbook in Colorado. So that number's come down a little bit. Right now we've got Rams minus 9.5. We're hearing that Daniel Jones is on track to play in that game as well. Yeah, that was the big line. We went from like 11 to 9 and a half, I think, yesterday when that mm-hmm. news service that, that Daniel Jones was going to practice. How do you feel yeah. about Mike McCarthy laying over a field goal at Bill Belichick? Mike McCarthy is so fun, isn't he? He's a, a fun coach. Uh, I, I don't feel good about it, but I, I know that I, I know that uh, Belichick and the Patriots are going to be our biggest need of the week. This doesn't set up to be a big Sunday night handle game. Seattle at Pittsburgh, no Russell Wilson. The big game of the week is going to be Dallas at New England, and the public is already just flooding us with bets on the Cowboys. This is our most lopsided take account of the week. We opened this game probably too short. We opened it two and a half. We got as high as four. The Superbook in New Jersey was taking sharp bets on New England plus four yesterday. So you see that number come back to three and a half here on Dallas. We're going to need New England big time on Sunday afternoon. That'll be our biggest game this week. What if Dallas is good? Right? Like, I'm coming oh, around good. on them. I mean, I'm, I mean Dallas, like, really Dallas good. Dallas is good. Like, like really, I think like, that they are. 
Yeah. I, I think that they have is I think their roster is as good as any roster in the league. The the question is Mike McCarthy. That's it. Because in terms of personnel on the field, if they stay healthy, I don't see any team that has a more complete roster than them. Possible exception would be Buffalo, because Buffalo Buffalo has a, the combination of a great defense and a great quarterback, which is so hard to get. Dallas maybe is right there with them, but they have Mike McCarthy. I mean, how much uh, how much do you trust him? And why does Mike McCarthy keep getting handed these great jobs? I mean, this guy got to coach Aaron Rodgers for like his whole career essentially, and now he goes to Dallas, which is arguably the glamour franchise of the league. And he's got a great roster there, too. <laughs> I've come around on them. I was under nine and a half because of their road non-conference schedule. But those those road games are no longer daunting. Like at New England, they're favored now. At, my, at Minnesota, not that daunting. At Kansas City, not that criminal as we thought at the beginning of the season. So they, they could very well li- wind up with the one seed. If uh, I mean, obviously, oh, the division's not possible. as good. The division's not as good as we thought. Not that we thought that the division was going to be the who's who of the NFL, but we thought they'd be. I thought the Washington would take a step forward. I thought the Giants and Eagles, and maybe they will eventually. And obviously, Fitzpatrick's out, but this is a team that's like what minus four hundred right now to win the NFC East, and they're favored at New England over a field goal. So they've really put it together. Hats off to the defense, particularly. Obviously, Diggs making a lot of plays, but Micah Parsons as well. This Dallas team, around fifteen to one to win it all, could be a uh, good spot to get get involved. We had a minus four hundred, but now they're minus a thousand after oh, the events of last week. We've got Dallas minus a thousand to win the NFC East, and and they're a good their comp is really Buffalo. You made a good point about their schedule being in the NFC East. Those NFC West teams are all going to be beating each other up all season, and Dallas. I think Philadelphia is pretty good. Washington and the Giants are lousy, but Philadelphia is okay. But Dallas is going to have this easy schedule all season. They absolutely have a chance to be the one seed. The same way that you have to make Buffalo a big favorite to be the one seed in the AFC East because they get to play those other AFC East teams while the teams in the North and the West beat each other up. Yeah, I, wrote, I write a column every, every post every Tuesday on the, sort of the futures market, kind of assess the new MVP odds, the new Super Bowl odds, kind of where's the value. I, I, I had Buffalo last week sort of like, you know, Josh Allen – MVP, if he wins this game in, in against Kansas City, like he's going to catapult to the top because of that division mm-hmm. being a lot easier than we thought going into the season. They all have quarterback issues now elsewhere in the division. So going back to Kansas City, I mean, this defense is atrocious. Like we're so we're so kind of, I don't know, in our own head because we saw the Chiefs win the back-to-back AFC titles, and have the stud quarterback, but the defense is a liability. I mean, there's a chance this team misses the playoffs. I really believe that. Well, it it forces – we talked about this from before the Kansas City-Buffalo game. Because of their, their teams, Mahomes is forced to do so much more than Allen is. He's forced to press these throws – he, he also makes some mistakes on his own, but he's asked to do so much more than Josh Allen is. He's in, a, he's in a much harder situation than Josh Allen is because the Chiefs' defense is so bad. And that's why you're, you're seeing uh, Kansas – like right now we've, we've uh, raised Mahomes all the way to 12-1. to 1. We've lowered Josh Allen to 9-2. to 2. Josh Allen is the favorite to win the NFL MVP at the Superbook right now. He's a slight favorite. Kyler Murray's 5-1. to 1. But I, I, think it's, I don't think it's necessarily because Josh Allen is that much better than Patrick Mahomes is. I think it's just the situations they're in. And the table is set so well for Allen right now. That schedule, that roster around him, he is an exceptional player. Uh, 
I think Allen is definitely the deserved favorite for the MVP, and Mahomes has got his work to do. He's he's got a lot of work cut out for him this season because if Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes got hurt, Kansas City be really bad, really bad. I said it last week. Say it again. Thirteen of the last fourteen MVPs have been quarterbacks. Uh, Eleven of those thirteen have been one or two seeds uh, quarterbacks. So if you look at Buffalo, which according to our FPI had the third easiest schedule remaining going into a game at Arrowhead, right? Now it's a cakewalk, mm-hmm. so to speak. They have two road games that I would say definitely difficult. Um, I know they're at Tampa for one of those games. I'm trying to remember the other one, but uh, certainly a manageable schedule because of that division that got a lot kind of more doable than we anticipated. I, I just, I mean, at Tennessee's, I guess, one of them for Monday night. That's no cakewalk for sure. They're five and a half point favorites, but they're at New Orleans. That's the other one. But I mean, you're looking at like home to the Colts is like the third toughest game. It's, it's, yeah. uh, it's definitely doable. So they're going to make a run. Well, I think Cowboys are making game. a run. Their hardest game was at Kansas City. They had, yeah. I mean, they had they had at Kansas City on Sunday Night Football. We think. We think. Now yeah. it's probably well, at true. Tampa, right? True. With, with that Kansas City defense All being right. as atrocious That's as That's fair. Before, before the season started. Correct. You're, you, I agree with you. But, yeah. I mean, they, it's not like they've been playing all – well, I guess we don't know what Kansas City is right now. But they uh, that was supposed to be a very hard game. When, you, when right. the schedule comes out and it's like Sunday Night Football at Arrowhead, that's a tough game. For and sure. they crushed them. The highest so Buffalo, team, yeah. uh, Buffalo but three, looks awesome. Right Kansas now. City has pretty easy opponents coming up. I mean, they're at Washington. They got at Tennessee, I believe. And then they got Giants, I want to say. Someone like they should rip off three straight wins, be five and three back in the discussion. We'll see if they shore up those defensive issues. I am not optimistic on this. I, I just don't think it just yeah. all of a sudden solves itself. I think at some point that it's going to, you know, the bend but don't break concept is going to break. But they've been in all these other games. They were, you know, who who knows about the rough and the passer penalty, but still, they were in the other games, right? Like they should have beaten the uh, Chargers, they should have beaten the, the the Ravens, so they were right there. I'm, uh, so you mentioned the big needs for the book. Mm-hmm. Um, who's like ascending up? Because I think this Baltimore Chargers game, the Chargers had these back to back games, right? So last week was home to Cleveland. They get the W. In what was most one of the more exciting games all season, right? And then at Baltimore this week, and this number at some places down below three. But if the Chargers get past this, they could go on a nice run. They're sixteen to one at some yeah. shops. This is a big kind of swing game for some futures market because obviously Baltimore's right there with a comeback win on Monday Night Football. Well, that was a great win for the Chargers on Sunday. You know, I I, uh, I thought. We'll call the uh, we'll call the pass interference penalty questionable, and we'll mm. <laughs> and we'll move on from that. But I would say that the Chargers got kind of screwed over by the officials against Dallas in week two. I thought that yes. Dallas got a bunch of calls yeah. in that game. So you could argue that the Chargers are now even for uh, from from uh, the officials, and that's part of the game. The, the officials, whenever a team falls behind. They always give them all the calls to bring the two teams together. We know that. We know that about the NFL. So it, it didn't really surprise me that much. Uh, it was a great win for the Chargers. I was extremely impressed with Staley and how aggressive he was on fourth downs and very disappointed in Cleveland. When they got the ball back after the Chargers missed that, that uh, extra point, they ran the ball into the line and punted it right back to them. It's like, okay, we're just going to lose. The Cleveland didn't even try to throw the ball, even though they were moving the ball up and down the field all game. Terrible job by Stefanski. Great job by Staley. I, I agree with you. I'd keep an eye on the Chargers in the futures markets right now because Kansas City is wounded right now. Denver is kind of showing their true colors. The Raiders are a mess. 
The Chargers have every opportunity to seize that division, and they could definitely make some noise in the playoffs because uh, Justin Herbert is what? Top five quarterback in the league right now? I, I think that's fair. The only question with the Chargers is can they stay healthy? Right. But you must have been just like a proud father watching his son, uh, watching Brad, <laughs> Brandon Staley co- oh, operate great. that game. It was an analytics. It was great. He was fantastic. I made the uh, pseudo joke. I mean, again, pseudo, because I actually do think it's no surprise that Stefanski and Staley are both in their 30s because they grew up on Madden football. And I'm not saying they learned their game strategies on Madden, but I bet you subconsciously they're more comfortable when an analytics conversation when the, the, their experts or whatever saying you should do this X, Y, and Z. And I'm sure that they pulled some of that in Madden. They probably were more comfortable to the concept of it rather than old school stale coach who just thinks it's the most like foreign concept. Absolutely. I think there's, there's something to be said for these, this younger generation of coaches. And that, that's why I was so disappointed. Stefanski getting the ball back up 42 to 41. He has to know that if he punts it back to the Chargers, they're going to score. And he, and he runs the ball. I think on third and nine, he just ran the ball into the line and punted it away. Uh, and then you know, basically the game was over there. They, they tried to not let them score or tried to let them score a touchdown. And <laughs> at first Eckler wouldn't go in. And then the, the Browns carried him into the end zone. That was amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, which, which begs the question, then why don't you just take a knee? If that's what you're trying I think he's trying to chew trying like to an get... extra second, like get cute. You know, uh, sometimes those QB yeah. sneaks, they like go back and like pretend to, <laughs> yeah. you know. but yes, that was I mean, an interesting game, you know, you're man, not trying sure. to score. You got to be careful. Yeah, that was that was a, what a wild game though for uh, uh for sure um not a good result for us with, with the Chargers. The Chargers did they somehow covered the spread because of that touchdown and obviously the game went way over the total. So, not a good result for us, but here's one little note for this Sunday. Right now almost 9 to 1 Chargers bets. The wow. Chargers the road dog here. It's almost 9 Even to 1. Even the Ravens off Ball- the big win and well, Baltimore really escaped on Monday Night Football. I know, I know, and, but... and, and the Chargers had such a great win on Sunday against a really solid Cleveland team in a very well-coached well, well game. Um, so the, the public is definitely – the public is now buying in on the Chargers for sure. I guess. I, that surprised me. If you told me there's a 9-to-1 to ticket count, that would have been one of the last games I would have guessed. Yeah, Speaking that, that one's of... very, very one-sided. Speaking of some of these bad teams, because that's the, one of the games I would have guessed, some of these uh, splits here, you should put up a prop. I know Houston has a win, but like, who's going to mm-hmm. win first between Houston, Jacksonville, Detroit? Because Survivor's been a roller coaster, but we haven't really had any huge eliminations because all these teams have come back, like the Vikings last week came back yeah. in heroic fashion, Ravens too. And the Patriots. You the know, Patriots, uh, yeah. my, uh, my, my buddy was saying after the Vikings game what a bad pick the Vikings was, and I was like, well... I mean, I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, they they were they had the game won basically the oh my entire God, they're game. Up Ten with three minutes uh, to go or something. <laughs> yeah, they, they they completely get coughed it up, and then the other the other uh, game that people were discussing was New England. New England was actually down by double digits in the second half. So whereas Minnesota, they had that game won the whole way. Um, yeah, you're right though. They, it seems like we've had a lot of these games where the teams almost lose, but find a way to win find a way to win in the end the only exception was when the when the saints lost to the giants a couple of weeks ago i think i think this week the survivor plays got to be the colts some very sharp money in the market uh, earlier this week laying nine and a half with the colts the colts are now minus 10 
And I, I just don't know when you'd want to use the Colts again. Uh, at home against Houston feels like a pretty good time to do that. And I know the Rams are a big favorite. They're at the Giants, but the Rams have their own home date with Houston coming up. And there have been some sharp players taking New York plus the points. So uh, I think given all those factors, I'd probably lean more towards the Colts side uh, this week in Survivor. I know some people will take the, the Steelers because mm-hmm. you've got Geno Smith. Geno Smith is in there at, at Seattle's quarterback on Sunday night. I do think you're going to see people use Pittsburgh. I think, I think my recommendation, though, will be Indianapolis. Couple things you'd be surprised, but there's actually a few Colts opportunities coming up down the road. Uh, they have the Jaguars, uh, they have the Jets. Um, oh, they do have the Jets, and they're at yeah, Houston. But, you know, you know the, the they're, Jets they're, are frisky. I think the Jets are frisky, though. Like, I, I would rather, I'd rather take. My I agree with you, like, but <laughs> I've lost too much money on them to say that. So. <laughs> I, I'd rather take my chance. Uh, you're right. I forgot. I forgot about the Jets. Uh, they have, so they have two I, I twice against the Jags, team. another Houston meeting. They have the Jets. I mean, just more than you would think, I yeah. guess, is the way to put it. Yeah, I, touche. Touche. I would say, for me, it's the Rams. I think the Colts. Like, I think, so for me, it's you sort of have to visualize things, right? Mm-hmm. I can see Carson Wentz, like, botching a game. I mean, he kind of is like Goff was last year when they lost to 17.5-point favorites at home to the Jets, the Rams. I think, like, Wentz is just going to be all over the place. The variance on him – he can make it happen. See, I, I'm, I actually think the Rams are my first choice this week. Now they get the Lions at home next week, and some people they get may the have Lions been... at home next week, and they get Houston too. Oh they get. Gosh, I'm they pretty do. sure they. Have, I'm pretty sure the Rams have a home date with Houston. No, they're so at I Houston. Just, they're I, at Houston. I, yeah. Oh, they're at Houston. Excuse me, but I, I just feel like there might be better times to play the Rams. A lot of people have probably already used the Rams. They were, I think, right, they were the one. number one pick week one against yeah. Chicago. So. I know what you're saying. Um, I know what you're saying about the Colts. I, I can't say I disagree, but if you're going to lose, you might as well lose to Davis Mills. And 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 the Texans really they threw the kitchen sink at New England last week. It's hard for me to see them getting up for this one, but I could be wrong. Well, and if the fumble going into the goal, you know, on the goal line going, I mean, that's a different oh, game no. too. But I, I, I mean, I've escaped with Kirk Cousins. I escaped with the oh. Bengals. Bengals on Thursday night against the Jags. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, no kidding. I mean, well, isn't I, the best thing about you know the best thing about using the Vikings last week was now you can't use them again. <laughs> so you never have to worry about uh, <laughs> you never have to worry about that. Although I do like the Vikings on Sunday. I think Ooh. I think they're going to win. Uh, I think Ooh. they're going to beat Carolina on Sunday, but certainly not for survivor purposes. But I, I do think Minnesota wins on Sunday. Wow, at Carolina. Mm-hmm. How do we uh, how do we feel about the Raiders handicapping Las Vegas given this uh, coaching change and little? Right. I mean, there's got to be some disarray, right? You would imagine. Well, looking back on Sunday's result, a uh, very poor performance and a home loss against Chicago, and it seems clear that the the team knew what was coming um, with everything that came out after that game and. John Gruden resigning his position as head coach. Uh, I don't know that we want to overreact too much to that to that performance. Very split game here. You know, Denver's on a two-game losing streak of their own, and there's a lot of questions about the Broncos right now. Did are the Broncos actually any good, or do they just go three and zero because they played a terrible schedule to start the year? And I think a lot of people right now are thinking it's 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 the it's uh, the schedule, mm-hmm. and that the Broncos really aren't that good of a team. 
Yeah, I'm going back and forth because I think their defense is legit. I'm a fan of Bridgewater. I mean, I'm not saying he's, you know, Patrick Mahomes here, but I, I do like Bridgewater. I just uh, a little tricky, a little, little tricky game. I think I'd have to lay yeah. it before I took it. The three and a half is definitely the right side. It was three briefly and then moved up, but three and a half is the right, the right number. You can't have three there. You cannot hang three with everything going on with the Raiders right now. And just, it's not so much, I just think it's distractions, right? Like they're answering questions. They're dealing with all this nonsense. And I say nonsense, meaning non-football related uh, right. content. I understand. And that just, that's got to disrupt the week. It has to. It's just like by mere, like Matt, like we talked about with New Orleans when they had all those coaches who were out with COVID going into, was it Carolina? Like, yeah. To say it doesn't matter is to say that eight people, eight coaches don't matter. I mean, to say that this is not somewhat of a disruption is kind of oblivious because it has to be because they well, obviously a storyline this week. I totally agree. And I think it might work a little bit in the Raiders' favor that they do get to go on the road this week. Get out of, get out of town, get to Denver, regroup with the team there. And, and Denver's, uh, Denver's offense has been really bad the last few weeks. So it might be a good, maybe a good spot for the Raiders, but it just seems like there's better choices to pick yeah. off the board yeah. than a team. You just don't know. You don't know what you're going to get in that game, really from either side right now. Very true. Very true. Okay, so road favorites. We talked about liability. How about Tua coming back for Miami? The final game before we get to the bonanza. Tua, that you want to do the Tua game because you're, you're the media guy. You want to do the Tua game in London instead oh, yeah. of Cardinals Cardinals Browns before we get to the bonanza. Oh yeah, That's well, I I, <laughs> I think we'll be discussing Cardinals Browns and uh, bonanzas. Oh okay. Oh uh, okay. Touche. Okay, mm-hmm. you showed me up. Uh, yeah, two two is back. Dolphins three and a half even. You know there there was some uh, a lot of sharp money on the over in this game. This total's gone all the way from forty and forty three and a half to forty seven. Very respected wow. groups betting this game over early in the week. Um, probably has something to do with Tua going coming back in for Miami. Uh, Miami's got a, a solid team defensively. I know it didn't show up against Tampa Bay last week, but there are some pieces there for the Dolphins. It's just if I was a Dolphins fan, I'd spend all my time shaking my head that they could have added Justin Herbert to that roster. Oh my gosh! And they chose not to. Cause, cause can you imagine if they had drafted Justin Herbert? With the young talent that's in place there, I like Brian Flores, and they've got draft picks coming. They could have, they could have been neck and neck with the Buffalo Bills in the AFC East for the next five to ten years. Uh, imagine Herbert. Well, that's and what's Allen so funny is that they've head. they've done so much, so many good things with, with the front office mm-hmm. decisions, right? Like it's just tough to bat a thousand, right? And that was certainly one that they messed sure. up on. Oof, All right, I'll give man, you the platform. Let's talk Arizona, Cleveland. I, I think. The Browns, <laughs> the Browns dominate this game on the ground. We've seen the total come yeah. down with weather in the forecast. I uh, yes. like, Arizona's schedule's been tough, man. They've had to bounce around a lot uh, the situation, but here they are undefeated, doing great. Nice, solid mm-hmm. win, albeit against Trey Lance making his, his, his rookie quarterback debut. But I've been impressed with Arizona in some of these spots here, but I, I have to back Cleveland because I think they're going to gash him on the ground. I think this is probably the best game of the week. I mean, I, I think this is the best matchup of the week. I, I still think, I know Cleveland blew that game to the Chargers on Sunday, but I still think they're the, one of the best teams in the AFC. Arizona's the last remaining undefeated team in the NFL. They've been great to start the year. I agree with you, though. I, I think Cleveland's the play here. The public is on the dog. Uh, there were sharp guys that were laying two and a half with Cleveland 
And then there were some smart guys that were taking the points with Arizona. Right now we're at Cleveland minus 320. A lot of handle both ways from wise guys, from public players. I mean, this looks like second biggest betting game of the week. With uh, We talked about it already, but Dallas, New England will, will be number one. But very, uh, very good handle game here. In so the you did have sharp money sure. on the dog. Some. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, yeah. And on the favorite. And right on the favorite, too. So different, favorite. different groups in different states. Uh, playing both sides of that one. We didn't really talk about it. The Monday night game, this will be one of the few Monday night games I think it will be a huge decision for us because there's going to be a lot of parlay action rolling into Buffalo as the, as the like we talked about, the road favorite. So we'll need Tennessee pretty big on Monday night for one of our bigger Monday decisions of the year. But I, I do think the biggest handle games are going to be Cleveland, Arizona, and New England, Dallas. Yeah. That does make a lot of sense. The weather and the totals come down, right? You, were you guys bet down? Oh, absolutely. Or I think it, it was uh, both. Both uh, seeing bets come in, moving with the market, both of those two things. This total was as high as 54 and a half, and right now we're at 49. So a lot, a lot of money on the under in this one. Okay, let's get to the bonanza. It's time for Baby Bankroll Bonanza. The Russian is cut. Finally, finally, Murray loses yeah. a play in the Bonanza. You were on the Browns. Looked good at times, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, you mentioned some of the late-game antics that did you in. Yeah, I, I didn't like some of the decisions by Stefanski. And I I, I could only laugh at the uh, at the the Browns picking up Eckler to take him into the end zone. Because it, it looked like it was going to be uh, – the final score was going to be the Chargers winning by two. Right, uh, but they they ended up scoring a touchdown there. Entertaining game for sure, uh, definitely an entertaining game. Uh, Cleveland had their chances to win, that's for damn sure. But the Chargers they picked up a lot of fourth downs. One of them I felt was uh, questionable, but I, I, I give the Chargers a lot of credit because they were very aggressive on fourth down and they converted a lot of them. I get there with the Bulls Bills team total and uh, never a doubt really a solid performance wire to wire on Buffalo just wish I went heavy so I'm now in the black for the season you're still at plus still in the black plus 3900 and uh, I'm at um uh plus 150 so you're still on the tee box even though you uh, sure. finally suffered a loss it's okay you can bounce back well after that easy win the Vikings had last Sunday against Detroit. Uh, I'm going to go back to the well. I'll take the Vikings minus one for a thousand. You know, let's let's pretend that the Vikings coaching staff is listening into this. Throw the ball to Justin Jefferson. Stop running the ball into the line. It, It was like, it was like the Vikings were trying not to pull away from the Lions on Sunday, like the kid brother, we're going to let him stick, stick around in the game. Every time they went up top to Jefferson, he, that, that kid, he's the best player on the team. He was making plays all over the place, and instead they just kept running the ball into the line for some reason. Throw to Justin Jefferson. I think Minnesota will get a win on Sunday in Carolina. Carolina's very banged up right now. Yeah, and they've come back to earth for sure. I, I was uh, – God, that was such a painful watch. When Madison fumbled, I was like, you got to be kidding. I'm going to lose this. <laughs> Detroit, Detroit, just the backdoor cover kings. It has. It had, who knew that all these years we we thought it was all Matthew Stafford? No, it's just the Lions. It's not it's Matthew Stafford. Uh, well, Minnesota had that game won from like the beginning of the game. It was like okay, they're going to win, and it it, it it was amazing. It was breathtaking to watch them attempt to blow the game. Hilarious. All right, so who you got uh, this week? 
Well, Minnesota, Minnesota. Oh, sorry, you're a survivor. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for how much. Oh, I'm, uh, Minnesota minus one for a thousand, and then I'll I'll, uh, I'll step out of your way here and let you do your thing. Yeah, no, this is a tough week for me. It really is because I do like Dallas, but I'm a little concerned about the public. I'm going to go Cleveland team total. So uh, mm-hmm. do what I did last week, not have to worry now because there's always that chance that just Arizona carves them up, and you know I don't want to have to to worry about the side. I, I even with the wind. And maybe the game gets dra- dragged out, and you know fewer possessions and whatever. I uh, I still like the team total concept with Cleveland here, just because I, I'm confident they're going to be able to run the ball and, and get points. I, I just you know so I'll go over twenty six and a half with the Cleveland Browns uh, in this high profile matchup. I'll just do a, I'll do a dime. I'll do a dime. This is a really tough week for me. Don't like the teasers. Um, I, I, cause I like Philly tonight. I'm going to do, you know what? I'll do Philly over 22 and a half team total as well. I'll do a dime on each. I, I do like the Eagles tonight to get some points against this Bucks defense. Yeah. It sounds like no Chandler Jones for right. Arizona, that was another good point. uh, which is a really key, uh, key, definitely a key loss for, for the Cardinals. And I agree with what you said earlier about the Buccaneers defense. There's, there's a lot of holes there, especially in that secondary. And, uh, I, I can see that we just, we'll just see if, if Jalen Hurts can take advantage of it. Hertz played much better against Carolina, but can he take advantage of the, the Tampa Bay secondary? That'll really decide tonight's game. Should be should be an interesting game. But you know what I'm going to be watching tonight, and it's not the NFL. I'm going to be watching your Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah, it's Dodgers definitely getting big screen treatment for me. I, I'm, I'm oh, yeah. involved in the college football games too, so I'm going to have all five TVs humming. Um, nice. And uh, I haven't really been dabbling too much in the NBA preseason. I've kind of taken off. I got to get ready for the regular season, but. The real window we'll just, to like the, the madhouse that is your home during these nights where you've got like all these different sports and there's just remotes everywhere. There's a lot of remotes everywhere. There, you'll come yeah. over one of these. You got to see the stickers I have yeah. on each remote. It's very, uh, <laughs> very calculated. Yeah. So basically, I put like a sticker on the location on the remote. Instead of writing sure. the word like upper left or whatever, UL, because that requires you to read it. If you just put the sticker in the location, then you know it's the upper left one. You don't have to read it. So genius! Yes, you're you're yeah. you're you're a true thought leader. You're ahead of your time. And uh, I also added a, a, a when I got a desk or like a picnic table at um, mm-hmm. Home Depot or Lowe's, and then put it in my living room because you know got the new pup Arthur. I don't want to go just go up. You know, I want to be able to you know hang out down there. So I got a desk chair down there. Got all the laptops and the TVs, and Arthur and I just kind of hang. Oh, sounds great. Yeah. That sounds fun. great. All right, my man. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> the window. I, I should just take like a full sh- long shot of the whole place yeah. with all the remotes. This needs, this needs like a documentary. This can't be – we can't do justice to this in this podcast. This needs to be documented by a, a team of individuals. It, it's funny. The remotes are a mess because I have a different remote for every TV and for every cable box. It is it is a mess. And I had to get a little side table because I don't want it on my mm-hmm. desk. I need it to the side. Sure. So I got a little side table there. It's just all remotes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well – I'm sure tonight will be fascinating to watch it all unfold. And you know the baseball game is going to be tight. It's going to be a tight game. Six and a half is your total. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be big Dodger fans. It's good, man. We're on the same team for once. And we'll, we'll, you know, yeah, Scherzer's sure. not pitching, but he's, he's not necessarily unavailable. He may get an inning or something. Right. We'll see. I trust Urias. I, I really do. I trust that kid. He, he's been great all season. He really has. Uh, and he's I, I, kind of had the Giants number uh, over the years, too. So Yeah. 
Let's see what he can do. All right, bud. Have a great one. Good stuff, as always. Get back in the wind column for our people in the Bonanza. I'm going to try. <laughs> Sounds to me like you guys a couple of bookies. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Daily Wager Extra podcast. couple plays in the Bonanza, breaking down the Week 6 card. And, uh, gosh, we are already mid-October. Have some baseball action. The NBA playoffs get going next. Excuse me, NBA regular season gets going next week. We're in the WNBA finals right now. And the NHL just started. So October, such a busy month. And this particular October, we have five Saturdays and five Sundays. So a lot of football in this month of October. So good luck to everyone uh, today, tomorrow, throughout the weekend. And uh, I'll be back on the Daily Wager podcast, the regular one, Fridays, as I normally do with Joe Fortenbaugh. So best of luck to everyone. Yeah.